The first time I saw someone breaking pine wood for sport, I was like, hold up. I think I just found my new favorite thing. Karate is such a badass martial arts style. It's rooted in discipline and self-defense. I love everything about it, from the uniforms, which are called gi, to breaking boards, to the wild haya noises. So just call me Mr. Miyagi, know-it-alls, because today I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about karate's origin, how it spread to America, and what does haya even mean anyway? Hi, my name is Bella, and you might know me as Jay is from TikTok or YouTube, but you're about to know me from this podcast, Know-It-All. 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 And each episode, I'm going to help you become a know-it-all about something new. Here we go. I'm on this karate kick, pun intended, because Cobra Kai just dropped its third season and it's more badass than ever. If you haven't seen the show, Cobra Kai revisits the Karate Kid franchise 34 years later, rekindling the rivalry between Daniel LaRusso, played by Ralph Macchio, and Johnny Lawrence, played by William Zabka. Except this time around, we see the story from Johnny's point of view. He's down on his luck and reopens Cobra Kai in an attempt to turn his life around. A reluctant hero, but still a hero after all. You're gonna be my karate teacher? No. I'm gonna be your sensei. I'm gonna teach you the style of karate that was taught to me. A method of fighting your pansy-ass generation desperately needs. The Karate Kid was a feel-good franchise. Daniel LaRusso's sensei, Mr. Miyagi, was famous for carefully tending to his bonsai tree and philosophical proverbs like never put passion in front of principle. Whereas Cobra Kai is like the Karate Kid's younger brother with more of an edge. In fact, the Cobra Kai mantra is strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Striking first is about being aggressive. Karate definitely can be aggressive, but that's not the point of the fighting style. The word karate is a combination of two Japanese words, kara meaning empty and ti meaning hand, indicating that karate is a martial art that focuses on hand-to-hand combat rather than the use of weapons. Miyagi ancestor called karate empty hand. In Wendell E. Wilson's essay, The Origin of Karate, he explores the Zen-based philosophy behind the term. He cites this passage by Gijin Funakoshi, who is considered the father of modern karate. Funakoshi wrote, The person who follows the way of karate makes himself void or empty by ridding himself of all self-centeredness and greed. Make yourself empty within, but upright without. This is the real meaning of the empty in karate. What's interesting, though, is that karate was originally written as Chinese hand or Tang Dynasty hand in kanji, which meant martial art from China. However, the Chinese character started being replaced with the character meaning empty around 1905. Conveniently, these characters are pronounced the same, so the word karate has always sounded the same, only the literal meaning has changed. Literally. Relations between China and Japan have never been great, but in the early 1930s, Japan was invading China, so it became politically incorrect to use the Chinese version of the word around 1935. Well, this just got awkward. Yep. So with all this drama with the name, you're probably wondering, where did karate actually come from? Well, the first style of karate started on the Japanese island of Okinawa which was under a sort of pre-colonial Chinese rule from 1429 to 1879. And thus, karate was inspired by the Chinese martial art of kung fu. But despite the influence, karate developed its own unique style. Kung fu moves are like one long, continuous movement with each one flowing into the next without pause. 
On the other hand, karate moves are typically shorter with pauses in between that make karate look choppier compared to kung fu. After World War II, Okinawa became an important military site for the United States, and karate became popular among U.S. Armed Service personnel stationed there. They brought it home with them when they returned from their tours of duty. After serving in the Navy, Robert Trias opened the first dojo in the United States in Phoenix, Arizona. He not only opened the first karate school in the States, but he was a pioneer responsible for many of karate's firsts in America. He started the United States Karate Association, which was the first karate organization on the American mainland. He hosted the first national karate tournament, wrote the first textbook, and made the first instructional film. He's considered the father of American karate since he was so successful in spreading it throughout the U.S. By the 1970s, martial arts films became a mainstream genre, giving rise to notable stars like Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. This launched the Kung Fu craze, which propelled karate and other Asian martial arts into mass popularity. Speaking of haya, seems like it means probably something pretty aggressive in Japanese, right? Wrong. Haya is a ki-ai. You know what that means, know-it-alls. I just got a word alert. Kiai is a Japanese word for a short exclamation yelled when performing an attack move, as frequently seen in martial arts movies. It's basically a battle cry. Other examples are... So after the kung fu craze of the 70s, karate experienced another boom in the 80s thanks to Cobra Kai's predecessor, the Karate Kid. I want to be there for opening night of Karate Kid 5! One of the major critiques of martial arts teachings in the United States is that it's typically done for profit at the expense of quality self-defense instruction. Another source of side-eye is that some leaders of the American karate scene claim to be founders of their own systems and have given themselves rankings of 10th degree black belts or higher. But in Asian culture, most 10th degree black belts were awarded only upon the death of the Grand Master by his successor. Intense. So if you start training today, maybe someday you'll have the incredible honor of battling your sensei to death, thus earning you the 10th degree black belt. Or you can just follow the American tradition of cheating and calling yourself a 10th degree black belt without any blood on your hands. Your move. All right, know-it-alls, that's it for today's episode. I didn't teach you any actual karate moves, but knowledge is a good self-defense provided your opponent is only fighting you with words. Hit me up on TikTok and Instagram at OnlyJS or Twitter at NotJS and let me know, have you ever done karate before? And if so, what color belt are you? Don't forget to smash those five stars and leave a nice review. It's super easy and when you rate and review the podcast, it helps other listeners find me. Curious what the next episode of Know It All will be about? I'll give you a hint. It's both a pain reliever and a frequent cause of censorship. And in case you forgot, Know It All is now a weekly podcast, so join me again next week for another episode of Know It All. <laughs>